When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! Overtime, guys, but three in a row. Three in a row is three in a row. Yeah, I know. I'll take it. Uh, Dan, Bobby and I were talking a little bit uh, before the show about the game, so I kind of – we'll talk more about it. But, Dan, what were your thoughts? You know, I thought it, it was um, – you know, I thought they played a very good first half. I thought that as we got into the second half and you saw them waning, it was going to be like, okay – if we get that kind of performance from Akira Schmidt that we've seen in the first half, we don't, you know, that's, that's okay. Uh, and for the most part, he's really good, but um, then, you know, it, then it turned into a really spectacular game in general because watching Carter Hart, he was amazing. You know, he was the only reason the Flyers hung in there where he, he did great. So it was really kind of contrasting when you saw that second goal, uh, it, you know, it was a bad luck situation, but it was also something that I think Schmidt would have wanted to be more aware of. That's, uh, that's the that's the goal that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, because, um, it was disappointing. Know, I think to, he would to, find it disappointing. Because to well, okay, that uh, that pretty much answers my question. Because I think to a layman like myself, who's not a goalie and has never been between the pipes, like any and especially anything from the blue line, like you have to stop that. Like, but at the same yeah. time, okay, he's screened, and and right. so is like to me, is so that found like a little a area goal? too. Yeah, is here's that the thing, a bad like goal? it's a like, scene, to me, that's it's a bad a, goal. But well, like here's the thing, there's a part of like I think if you ask him, he's always going to tell you it's one I want back because first of all, on some level, every goal you want back, right? Sure, so it's not sure. untrue, but I think if he was going to defend himself, and no good goalie ever would, would tell you that yes, you say don't never let a long win. Blue line, got to stop it, got to stop it. And it's like so 99% true, 99.999% true that you don't argue the point. The truth is, if you really want to know the truth, a puck can do weird, wacky, fluttery shit. Mm -hmm. You can't argue after the fact like, guys, that that thing dove. I couldn't see it. It had the perfect path. Like you couldn't design a better maze for me to see through from my point of view. There's just going to be like no excuses made and you either got that one or you didn't. But you really want to know the truth. The goal that bothered me the most for him, that one's going to jump out at anyone because it's so far away. But the third goal, um, there's a timing thing. Look, five on th- it was a team failure. Don't get me wrong. They should have never taken that penalty. Uh, and it was also a lot of bullshit on the call. But here you are. You know, you're, you got the lead still. And I know he's feeling, I think it was Tippett or whatever his name is, on the, on his right. 
So this is a factor in why, but he's playing too deep. He, right. that, that goal that's tipped, it's a beautiful tip. It's a great play by the Flyers. It's out of, uh, well, I think it was five on four at that point, but it was just off of five on three. And um, I'm not taking away from anything that was done against him, but I think he would have liked a bit at the top of the crease. Now, yeah, he's a big yeah. guy. They're going to you know, actually play a little deeper and get away with it in a lot of situations, but that's a far out shot. Uh, that you have to trust your defenseman enough to at least get out into the crease. You know, even if you feel that guy to your right that you don't want to be caught unawares. It's well, funny you mentioned that one too, because it looked like like the trajectory that it was already on, even though it was tipped, like it would have still went five hole and he was pretty open there. Even with Maybe. the tip, like it did change direction, but it didn't drop like a foot or yeah. two. You know, right. just kind of. Hey, hey look what we got here. <laughs> It's Tony. What's up, Tony? Awesome. How are you, man? I'm sick as shit, so I'm on here with you guys. Happy that great. Well, this is your therapy. How are you guys doing? Pretty. Oh yeah, wasn't it great? Yeah, we were just talking celebrating a win. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think of uh, the the goaltending? Like, let's say both both teams, Tony. That's kind of what we were just talking about. Forty. I mean, Schmidt was killer. I thought you know. um, He definitely made a lot of great saves. Yeah. Uh, And I I didn't want to knock it, but. what did but, you think you know. in particular about Schmidt's second and third goals against? Did you like them? Did you feel they were like as high quality as you would have accepted? Or are you okay with it? Uh, I'm indifferent. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Well, did I, you I don't say know. the refs? Did you say bad refing? I thought the refs were bad tonight. Yeah, a little bit. It, it was kind of crazy that that missed, uh, you know, like call on Hughes. And then he, you know. There was a lot of uh, they're going to perfect ending right with that ones. with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought, wow. I thought the the I don't I don't think the refs played too much into it. I think uh, you know they could have maybe called a hold on on Heischer. I mean um, a penalty on the Flyers when they were holding Heischer stick late in the third yeah, period. That was exactly. maybe one he missed, which then led to the cross check and the just stupid ass penalty by Brendan Smith. Brendan Smith right. doesn't commit that penalty. We have two points tonight in the Flyers. That's the one you want nothing. back. The one on Hughes uh, is one of those unlucky. Uh, he flipped it over to glass, and it, it was yeah, it was I, it was a problem. The, but you know, the Hughes it wasn't hold, yeah, stupid or obstruction, whatever the hell it was. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Um, I have a problem with the Brendan Smith one. Like you can't take that. You can't take that retaliatory penalty, dude. You have the lead. Oh yeah, you're killing off a penalty already. You're already on the fucking PK. You cannot do that. Put him on the fourth line. I'm fine with that. Don't put the man yeah. on defense. That's what Chris like, and I were saying. Put him right back you, on defense. Did you notice, though, they were touting Smith actually has really good numbers on that penalty kill. So, he yeah, this, this could be hurt you. On a really uh, bad penalty kill. Um, he has great numbers on a really bad penalty <laughs> kill. Um, you know, But he was I, our look, most effective uh, penalty, penalty killer by stats, I guess. You know, The penalty kill has got to get a lot better. Um, but oh, yeah. I, I, I loved how they played tonight. I do. It was, uh, yeah. it you know, especially late in the second, the third one, especially when they got the 3-1 lead at that point. Yes. They played a really sound game, took their chances when they had to. They were just, you know, getting the puck out of the zone for the most part. You know, they got caught a couple of times, but Schmidt came up big when they had to. He and was, I he thought was. Marino and Siegenthaler played a great game. A lot of improvement um, there, yeah. Yeah. And I thought Luke Hughes is just a fucking warrior. Then Dan, to what you said in the last show, yes, the Hughes yeah. parents need to have more children. Seriously, right? They're just too goddamn good. Just to um, watch them in overtime. Yeah. 
Did you guys yeah, already mention too how important? I mean, having Nico back in the lineup, I think, has just oh, been sure. You I, know, very, I was you glad realize how important he is when bit. you don't realize it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you take no Nico doubt. for granted. I think we all have in the past. And, I have, yeah, yeah, and you realize when he's out there, he's what a, happened to him because it didn't look like a big I shot. He was um, he was twisted around hard to dive for the puck, and he kind of got his feet in an awkward position. And Carter Hart's going for the puck, so there's like incidental contact. Nobody knocked anybody over, uh, and he just went down like he yeah. felt so he just, awkwardly. He kind of his, his right arm kinda, underneath him, right? kind of tied into his own stick and body. He really couldn't kind of yeah, put his arms out and stop. So, so he just figured and, I'll yeah. just slammed his, break uh, the fall with my face. Left side of his his right side yeah. of his face and his right shoulder into yeah, the ice like that. Guy's very coming. awkward. Coming off of these head injuries, I don't like. I know bracing himself when he's falling to the friggin' ice. Yeah. Um, That's because I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like Nico Heischer's not playing tomorrow. Um, he looked you know, good after. Get Timo back, know, and but... you know yeah, right. something's going to happen when it comes to the head injuries. I don't. I, I said it earlier. It. Yeah. This could be something where this guy's in and out of the lineup all year, and that's not what yep. you want to see. That's the um, kind of thing that can happen time. with concussions. It's yeah. huge. It's, it's very common. And yeah. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. He's been looking so good since he returned. Yeah. And, and like Tony said, the team is different. You know, their leader's back. He has, especially I think this year, kind of taken that captainship and, and kind of, I think, has added a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm guessing, validity or whatever to it. Like, I don't yeah. know. We've always questioned him as the captain, Dan. Yeah, I always ask the question, is he the real deal as a yeah. captain? Is he the best ideal captain? He's, he's growing into it this he year. Is. He's I growing agree. into it. And he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things on the ice. And, yeah, he can't be undervalued. He's an extremely important part of this team. Um, and that was – the but the ending, man, I, I – it, does wow. kind of annoy me that we gave one point away, but I don't want to be a contrarian tonight. We won the game. It's three in a row. Yeah. That's big. And you got uh, to see a beautiful two-on-one. I mean, uh, that dude, was just gorgeous. That, the, the pass and the shot were just flawless, man. Those two are so much fun to watch. Yeah. You, you know what I keep crazy. on thinking about as I watch these games now? I keep on thinking about our accountability sessions, and I'm always trying to remember who said what. Because I have no <laughs> oh, yeah. memory. I got zero memory. I'm like, I, I just know one I always pick, obviously, as the anti-Bobby ones. <laughs> Bobby. But I couldn't um, remember. I'm like, who the hell picks what when I'm watching those games? Now I get this is in my mind. I have no I memory of yeah, any of us picked, yeah. including I myself. Cannot remember. I Thank God I Chris writes them down. But now yeah, when I watch I this, I think about this. I'm like, what, is this, what did this guy say about this? But, you know, hey, the – now we got the Sharks was, coming up, so hey, you know it could be a three. Yeah, in a row. you know, I'm not sure if we're going to see. I'm not sure if we're going to see Mackenzie Blackwood. He played tonight, so oh. most likely that we're not going to see him. I think they were up in Boston tonight, and I don't know how that that game went. I'll but, find out. Um, did you? That's guys, kind of a surprising. Did anybody watch the Ranger Red Wing game last night? Did not. Did not. Friggin' great game, and the Rangers are super freaking good. Like this is yeah, a impressed team. with the performance. I am yeah. so impressed with this team. And it's like they have that they play the way that you play with the, when you go on a, a deep playoff run team. Wow. Like they have everything right now. Jimmy Vesey wow. scored the game winning goal on just a, a beautiful uh like lacrosse style goal. I miss uh, him every time we play them because he finds a way to hurt us. Yeah, he does. He and does. um but that team is for real and so is the Detroit Red Wings. And I think that Patrick Kane probably couldn't have picked a better spot to go to. I think that that team with him on it, they're gonna go to another level. They're gonna be a tough out this year. They won right. five to one against the Blackhawks, the Red Wings tonight. And Bruins won three nothing against the Sharks. 
Panthers 5-1 against the Canadians. Tampa lost 4-2 against the Penguins. Um, and then, obviously, we won 4-3. Uh, Kraken beat – no, Leafs beat the Kraken 4-3. And the Canes uh, – actually, the Islanders just scored, I guess. So it's 4-3 against the Hurricanes. Was the Leaf game uh, a regulation win? Uh, no, it was a shootout. Wow. Wow. Just points everywhere. The Detroit, I mean the Tampa, the Toronto Maple Leafs only have how many wins do they have? I'll tell you here. Give me a moment. They are twelve, six, and three. Crack it or five games, one in regulations. Wow, really? You got it. Five games, one in right there. This goes to show you those preseason uh, calls that you make can't take too much stock in them. I don't think anybody saw Toronto starting out this bad. I I thought they're really good though. They're right up there. I mean, but they have all the points. They're winning, but but five only five of those wins. That's crazy. Are in regulation. That's crazy. Yes, like they they are winning in overtime and shootouts. But yeah. That's every time I look at the the. I feel like um, that's a lot like us though. Like we're, we're not going to as many overtimes, but it's like the game's always in question, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. with us, no doubt. And yeah. we're getting better. I mean, yeah. um, you, you, I mean, we, for a large part, it was like this is it. You're clamping down. You got control. Looked yep. really good. Just uh, you know, my confidence that they could sustain that kind of clamp down for the two goal lead through like two periods is very, very low right now. Well, the momentum is so different than last year, isn't it? Like we were kind of just winning. It was just win, 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 win. You'll lose once in a while. Now it's like everything's like third period. Like, okay, how are we going to pull this off? Like, you know, they're they're, turning the tide, you know? And and there's just, you look at the division, look at the whole conference, the whole Eastern Conference is there's not many bad teams. Every night's going to be a tough night. Philadelphia was surprisingly, uh, you know, competitive. Teams ahead of us in the standings. You know, yep, exactly. We could exactly. have drew dead even with them, but we gave them that charity point. Yep. Damn. And, uh, so the Hurricanes good, just yeah, tied the, the Islanders with three seconds left. See, there's another one that's four four now. Points. Yeah, going into OT. Yeah, I mean, that's going the out. thing. We, you know, other teams have to lose to start moving up the standings, and we want know? them to lose in regulation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seem to happen. but all you can do is worry about yourself, and you know, the Devils are doing that. Three in a row is huge. Um, and yeah. tomorrow night, I just hope they come out and Timo will be back. You're getting a little bit more to the team that we were supposed to see from this season, which we haven't seen at all with all these injuries. So at yep. least with Timo coming back, that should help. Uh, you know, and I, I believe I said to Bobby earlier, I'm like sometime within the next six weeks, if these guys start coming back and this team gets healthy at some point, they will be playing the best hockey in the NHL. Do you know, they're so. going to go I on that? Believe it. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. Especially offensively. I think yeah. once Timo's in this lineup and Hollis back and Hamilton's back, yeah, I think we'll be, you know. I think, uh, you know, if it takes a few games to figure out working with a full roster and getting cohesive, I wouldn't be surprised. But I can't imagine they don't become very, very dominant uh, if they could stay together and stay healthy. I, just, yeah. I still believe that, they, you know, this is a team that has it all if they can do it. Yeah, I'd mentioned to Chris before, I said, you know, since last year, I've been saying, you know, I'm not, I don't expect to see any one of those 13 game winning streaks or anything even close. Um, but now I'm actually thinking it's still a real possibility, not 13, you know, something maybe eight, nine, 10, uh, just because they're still so far off from playing what they can. And like to Chris's point, if in a few weeks they start to gel and they start to roll, um, it could be something like that or, or something close, five wins, an overtime loss, another five wins, you know, that kind of right. something to really propel them up pretty, pretty quick. And they will. I do believe that. Once they get healthy, yeah, that when they start winning, they're going to jump up those standings. They belong up the top three. 
Um, I do think, though, that you're dealing with two teams. I mean, Carolina is just now starting to get their their groove on. They weren't doing so hot right now. They started right. getting their shit together a couple of weeks before us. Um, so they're going to be up there. The Rangers haven't taken their foot off the brake since game one. And I think Rangers are going to win the Metro. I think they're going to be a very hard team to catch unless they fall apart for some reason. They're, no one's going to catch them. So they're going to yeah. win. The, and I do think we're going to end up third. But That's it is funny I, because we, you know, the top three of most of our and everybody else's predictions for the conference are actually the ones struggling the most, uh, you know, for, furthest off their pr- predictions, you know? Yeah. You know, we talk about Toronto. Uh, I get it. They're getting points and stuff. But do you think they look like a, no. you know, as the right. dominant team you expect them to be, a top three conference team? I don't see that. And uh, definitely we are have missed the mark. So, yeah, I don't know. You know a couple of teams have impressed me so far. Um, the yes, Florida yeah. Panthers have impressed me. They're yep. damn good. Um, Boston, to some extent, yeah. Boston exceeded my me. expectations. I still, I still think that they're going to start. They're going to have a lot of trouble. I think once the season goes on, I just mm-hmm. again, I don't trust the middle of the ice. I just think that they're going to have a really hard time scoring goals. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, like I said, uh, Washington is still winning. Like they're pulling games out of their ass. Like we need these teams to start coming down to earth. Yeah. Washington and Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh's not very good, but Washington wasn't supposed to be this good. The Flyers weren't supposed to be this good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're not making it easy for the Devils. Jackets sure. are winning at a better clip than last year, which yeah. we expected. I mean, we knew all those things were going to happen, but every one of them is happening. Yep. All at the same time, which is just I making know. it really difficult. If I was on that team, though, I tell you, I wouldn't give a shit. If anybody was looking at that, it's, it's, I would be like, who gives a shit? Because you said it. It's really the only thing they could control is, is playing the way they are capable of playing. And yeah. To get that mindset, I, I have a hard time believing they won't find the, their way into the playoffs. I really think there's enough time for that to do to perform at the level they're well capable of. So we're, we're going to find out. That's for sure. Look, they yeah, might not have shown it yet but this is one of the best teams in the nhl they really are they're in the top five or six best teams in the nhl they just got to get healthy and you start getting goaltending performances like we got tonight from akira schmidt minus those you know two long ones that you know beat him the second one the third one uh but still he played great tonight um you know that's the that's the start you need from him and you know but it's one of those games that if uh you know, overtime can be a coin flip. It really isn't if you have the Devils. But, Not with the Devils. Uh, You're right. right. But, you know, let's imagine it was because for many teams, it is kind of a coin flip when you go to overtime, almost as much as a shootout, of course. Um, then you look back at the goaltending and you would have said the difference tonight was the goaltending because Carter Hart was amazing. He was highlight reel, you know, like he was definitely making some uh, – Weekly highlights, uh, you know, that second period power play, uh, five mm-hmm. or six grade A chances. Yep, uh, and on that power play, it was incredible. He didn't let any goals in that you could really even. I mean, I guess I maybe the I could put on par um, Schmidt's second goal with like maybe the Flyers' first goal against. Yes, okay. Um, I can see how they're. Well, kind Holtz of, was wide open. You got to give him that. Yeah, I mean, it was, that was probably more difficult save than. At least the third goal, you know. Yeah, but I think so. Speaking yeah. of Holtz, was that three straight games with three the opening goal? Games with a goal, the opening goal too. I'm really nice. liking awesome. that line. Yeah, yeah. that's Pilat, impressive. Um, with uh, Hala and it was it with Hala and Pilat, right? Yeah, and they, um, they flipped them. They had him on his off wing today to start. I was hoping that would do something. He scores right away. Not off, not on the off wing, but still. 
Um, and he likes that first see. goal, right? He he likes early in the first period. Yeah, well, just, we'll take you know, it, right? Yeah, and he's starting good. to look comfortable with the team. You know, you watch him out there, and he just has yes. a little swagger now that you didn't see before. You saw like, why can't I score? Why am I? You know, you, you kind of had this look on his face. Now he just look looks more tense. Looks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks part of the team now. Like the guy, you could just see it. Especially last yeah. game, I really saw that. He, I thought he played great, um, in, especially in the third period defensively. I thought he was really solid. He was out there for a lot of big minutes, and he he handled himself good. Uh, he's starting to get Lindy Ruff's trust, that's for sure. Um, yeah. and Islanders I think just that, won. Oh, not not Pilat, uh, Islanders won. Yeah, in OT they just scored. The um, what you call it? Not Pilat, who wasn't playing with you. It was a Lazar. I love, I love that. I love that tonight. line. I, yep. And look, Curtis, dude, Lazar, I kind of love Lazar on any line. To be honest yeah. with yeah. you, he's always in front of the plays, net, yeah. be, being and very responsible too. Yeah, he does not. He, oh, he usually does the, the right thing. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry when Lazar's out on the ice. And uh, I love his personality. I like what he brings to this team. He was a good yep. pickup from Tom Fitzgerald. Definitely. And uh, and Tyler Toffoli. Toffoli, what can you say? Man. He was he was fantastic tonight. I, I had said early on, right, it was one of you guys asked, like, do you sign him now? And I was, no, you wait, you know, you get this yeah, guy right. for the year. You see, I, I'd maybe think about locking this guy up for a couple of years. Not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's playing fantastic. It, you know, it looks like, I mean, I think anybody with his talent put on the line with Jack Hughes is going to have amazing, oh, yeah. uh, score a lot of goals. But he really is a natural, just, a, I think, probably the most natural goal scorer on our team. Like yeah, he, he's a sniper. Yep, exactly. I, I think his game kind of reminds me of a a more uh, seasoned version of what Mercer can bring. You know, like yeah. someday, like that's your goal, dude. You're t- you're to Foley in the future. You know, I like that. He's getting he's got some uh, similarities to their game. Yeah, I, I I definitely like that. So tonight's yeah. line was six and a half, which was beat. Um, we scored seven total. The over-under was six and a half. So if you got in on any of the DraftKings Sportsbook action and you took the over, you would have hit tonight. So you got to download the app now and use code THPN to do that. And new customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Mm. It is, Dan. Yes. Take it and run with it, baby. Okay, I got the crown. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. So that's nice. Fantastic. I was listening. Chris Shibishi should be one of those game show readers. Remember back in like the 80s, they had the guy who like did the little spiel Mm -hmm. at the end of the shows. Chris, you would be excellent at that, man. You don't don't fuck up, dude. I'm impressed. You kind of roll. You're a pro. reading, dude. Just reading. But you you don't stutter. You keep on banging it. I read at a fifth grade level. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So um, I I, I was listening to um, XM today and. So it was, it was the point, and it was uh, Boomer. What's the and point? The other guy. It's a TV what show. What is the point? Oh, okay. A radio show. Radio I mean, if you're a story. Anyway, <laughs> so they were. I gotta just 
bring this up because the guy made it, he he started it out by saying that he was about to say the dumbest thing that he's ever said on the radio, but at the same time he has to stand by it. And he said this, and I thought, wow, that really just adds so much more to this whole offside thing. So he was talking about the um, Washington Los Angeles game last night, and Los Angeles scored a goal. They were in the offensive zone for about a minute and a half, and. Washington challenged right away. So like the whole time that they were in the offensive zone, Washington gets the call. Like if they score here, it, it just challenge it. It's over. So as soon as the play, the whistle blew, that was it. The, they threw the challenge flag. So, but in that minute and a half, Washington got control of the puck three times. Right. And all three times lost it. So his whole thing is like, yeah, if you want to challenge offsides on a bang-bang play in the offensive zone, but once the defensive player has control of it, and if they don't clear the zone, that shouldn't be on you anymore. And I agree with that. Hmm. Uh, Because to wind – so they end up winding the clock back a minute and a half. Right? And they start – and the goal's gone. But he makes this point. He said, now, if Washington had scored – if they had taken the puck and gone the other way and scored a goal, a breakaway or whatever, why can't L.A. then challenge their own offsides? Because that was play offsides. never would have happened. You can't give them a I goal. Was I was offsides. offsides. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Which, sick, dude. Just, <laughs> these weird little, like, dead-end, crazy, like, tributaries that this river of shitty rule has got us to yeah. is exactly, like, why – like, I don't even like these half measures, like – People are going, you know, if if they touch the puck, it, they should wait, you know, cancel it out. It's like, no, dude, we shouldn't even be in this conversation. Like, but I you get are, it. though, and you're not getting out of it. No, but that's I'm, so I'm telling you, like, there's that's an then the other answer, like, if they get the puck and go, can I that ridiculousness there is another reason everything flows from this stupid rule. Absolutely. That needs to go away. This rule makes no sense. And like, let's take the worst case scenario you said. Oh, on a quick break, somebody's offsides, and they go down real quick, and they score, and it should have been an offsides. It's like, oh, come on, man! There's so many other bad calls you accept but, as part of the game. It happens all the time, and a league that says they want more goals, why would they make the the default of the rule to, you know, right. let's take away the goal? If anything, it would be, you know, the, the last thing they want. The, the team, the league that like outlawed. Uh, goalies playing pucks because they wanted more shots on them. Like now you're never is that the same league. You're never going to get rid of this challenging offside rule. Why you not? have to fix it. I agree. I totally agree. I'd hate it. I don't think it should be there. You really I'm think fine. we won't, we won't With, get rid of it ever? No, you're pretty sure. I, oh, I, would say I hate no. to hear that. I but, believe you, but I hate to hear it. But I mean, look, my whole opinion is the linesman or the referee or let them make the call. If they they're going to get it right more, that's how we've done it for a hundred years in hockey. They're going to get it right. The call you don't like sometimes. Now I'm, but because this rule is implemented and we're probably never going to get rid of it, you do have to fix it. Like there has to be either a time limit on it or something. Like if, but if you. Whatever you fix it with is going to be a problem too. But if the defense gets possession of the puck and doesn't clear it and you get it back on a takeaway and score, how should that be challenged? You didn't do your job. I mean, I don't think that – I think that goal should stand. Here's the next thing, okay? Would you change the rule to that? I'm just – okay, let's say we did. But you know how it's a nice long review? Now we're going to be watching replays of, well, 
he touched the puck, but did he have possession? Did the defending right. team have possession here? Possession we got let's get a call on whether he actually had possession. Well, yeah. now we need a, a new rule that says that in order to have possession, it's got to be on your stick for 1.5 seconds. Let's run the clock. Like, yeah. what? Where are we going with this? He needs to make a football every, move. So how do you right. fix, every move. How do you fix <laughs> this rule? Fix yeah, this that's rule. what you're going to end up. You're going to end up with the NFL. Well, yeah, he made, no he got one foot down. He got two foot down, but two feet down. But he didn't make that. Now where you want to go? Turn, move, yeah. Which, yeah, the only no, place it's you. going. And then but the other problems it? too. You just can't. You can't. You have to get rid of it. It is. But if you, but, but you're in, not going to get rid of it. How can you fix it? You don't. We think never. So we were fine because then what? We didn't need this rule ever. Let me let me ask you another question. Yes. What if players start kind of because you can probably tell when the the team's offsides, right? Like you have a good idea. Like if you know that this play is offsides, like what's stopping other teams to just start cherry picking and just jump it up to me in the neutral zone and I'll take off. Like what if that started happening? This is all like shit that could possibly come from this dumb rule. You're a hundred percent right. But like what happens then? If you know, they know that if you score, it doesn't matter. You were offsides. Right. And all you have to do is chip it over the defenseman and I'm home free. Right. Well, yeah, and I think some, to some degree that's that could be happening. I bet if you you know review them, there might be times where teams were pretty certain or aware. They got a, a yell from the bench, like you know, at, who knows? Yeah. Like this, but uh, we got it. You know, they got guys watching video. So then it's like this weird bullshit technicality that makes you play different for a play. I mean, is that something people are going to like about the game? Like. Oh, here they're in the now they're in the you know goal hanging mode because <laughs> they got offense right, right. offside offense yeah yeah exactly uh, th- so you know uh, I don't I don't know I don't think the game is better because of this rule I think it slows down the game and I think any way you try to fix it is going to slow it down more and make it even more infuriatingly stupid you know yeah, I, I, I just, think they have to get rid of it I don't know I can't imagine and I'm serious I can't imagine a good way to fix it. I really can't. Every I just know that they they, they don't get rid of rules. They don't do that in sports. They. Just, <sighs> I, I hate to hear that. that. You're do. making a point, but uh, just I don't layering like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and I guess if you put it to a vote, would the owners of the teams vote for or against it? Would the GMs vote for or against it? I'm wonder. I'm curious. Do they like it or do they not like it? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think most people it, liking it. The, if the fans really it made in. it, yeah. If the fans really rebelled against it, if enough people really hate this rule, and I think it's going to grow, you might be totally right when you say we've never reversed a rule. I don't quite know. Uh, maybe there didn't used to be two line passes at one point, and then they put them in, took them out again. But I'm not sure about that. But let's just say you're right. They never take back rule. I think this might be the first time. I think like this. Look at this year. They took a goal away from Connor Bedard. Yeah. You've mentioned every other game has a ridiculous outcome in this situation. Um, it's it's. I think the the hate is growing, and if enough fans are just like fuck this rule, like do you know? Do you really think you're going to celebrate when you benefit from that? No, but you are going to hate it when it hurts you. Like you know, I mean, I, I have never been the beneficiary of that rule and go, oh, thank God they got that off sides. It feels like cheating. I don't it's, like it, I, you know, and I, I think fans kind of naturally feel that way. Like this is a shitty way to get a goal taken off my side, that my team's yeah. side. So I, I, because it's got only negative feelings for the fan in time, I think people's hate will grow maybe enough. I hope so. 
And then like, you celebrate a goal, and then you know, even even if it stands, you, you're kind of over it by that. And it's been th- five yeah. minutes since play started. You want to know who cares? Oh, yeah, if I feel like I'm watching like a, point. a a it, video it, solving a crime. I, I came here to watch the, hockey. This is bullshit. It is the worst rule I have ever seen in the NHL. It yeah. really is the worst rule, and it can lead to a lot of craziness. Indeed. But yeah, I don't see them changing it anytime soon. I think that the fans would have to be in like it would they would have to be like rabid about how much they hate this rule. I mean, they did respond to just controversy and people complaining about fucking jerseys. That's and true. so they like do, they might they respond. Do, they do fold it, it, pretty quick. I know, yeah, that's also, what I'm saying. They, they do fold. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look at all the people that I mean, I've never heard. To be honest, I can't think of anybody I really hear that likes the shootout rule, right? But then they don't change that. I mean, and they true. know even the players come out and say, "Hey, this sucks," and they just they still don't. There's enough. Don't uh, there's enough fans that do enjoy shootouts that uh, uh, that they are keeping it around for that. And I think it I might think be exciting, especially for like first timers or casual fans. For a kid, especially. maybe like a little and kid. I, who well, I also really think yeah. that they don't have they don't Kids. have anything viable right now that I think can get agreed upon to replace it. I right. I just don't That's think true. that there's anything out there. I think and we've you, talked you, about that a lot. But, but we if can you did start with at minutes. least extending three on three to yeah. ten minutes, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Can't they at least do of the that. time the game's gonna are come. the are the players association, we don't know if they might very well be my guys aren't playing any more hockey than needs to be. Uh That's they lame, don't even man. like they don't even like the shootouts, but they're gonna, yeah. you know so now you want them to play yeah, those, an extra five minutes? And some, you know, I think I, I go along with it just because I'm just playing um, devil's advocate here. No, but you're, you're you're saying is right. If they do this, and the net result is hardly ever any shootouts. So as a players' union, I might go back to my guys. Like, look, you look, you th- you say we gave something away, but we really didn't because in the end, you're playing about the same amount of time or less. And okay? to me, so you're not hard doing to, shootouts. Hardly so, ever. You know what I'm saying? Shootouts brings the allure back to it. Right, if it, it's really just very taking dumb. away the shootouts, they're, right. they're there for on paper. And so we keep the shootouts after the them. ten minute three on three. Yeah, I mean, because, at least at first, I Chris. I think you said it like a couple weeks ago. It's deflate. Like it's the same thing as with the big pause right between the goals. It's a shootout win. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're glad you got the point, but it's it's not exciting. It's I, almost like no. It's, it's not like, just like oh, okay, we got that extra point. Cool. Like I had to sit there and watch. I don't know. It's just there's the excitement level. There's difference. Zero. Once, once uh, yep. the Devils get to a shootout, I no longer give a shit about that point. I've said it a million friggin' times. I just don't care. It's a fucking skills competition. Yeah. I, I just wonder watched if you had minutes uh, of amazing hockey to get to this. You know, maybe if you had to, like Trevor Zegras or whatever uh, on your team, it might be a little bit more interesting because he always does weird shit. Or few of the guys who just do crazy stuff, but. Even then, it'll be more of like a curiosity. You're not, you're not, you're not into it the way you are in overtime. Who, who was our coach that like he would always go with like the, he'd be like putting Smith out there. It'd right. be like Ilyash Smith, and then was somebody, that Hines, I forget. Maybe was it maybe it was, was the it was always it was like Hines. it was never the top three like snipers. Yeah. It was always it's, like I got a hunch that this defenseman's due. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Put Papoisi out there. Yeah, Taylor Hall sitting down. And those guys would shoot like seventh if he made it that far. You're watching like yeah, you'd be watching like you know that's over coaching. Yeah, in yeah. simplest terms, that's overcoaching. Getting that's in the way. <laughs> no, but trust me, guys. I got a hunch. All right. When's <laughs> um? 
Well, maybe you guys know. When's Jesper Bratt coming back from injury? <laughs> I don't know. I hope we get him back soon. <laughs> I saw him get a stick out of puck today. I, I really thought. Oh, he was, he gonna, was in today. In the third period, I was like, this would be a great time for him to put an insurance goal in there. Yes. Spalding at one point, he's talking about, uh, maybe it was Mercer. No, it was McLeod. And he's going, his game's come along and been real good. And, you know, he's not going to be a finisher uh, on the same level as uh, – Brat and Hughes, and I'm like, well, you were half right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't, I'm not considering Brad a finisher here. I know he's got crazy skill, but he, you where have to are get you? Shots. Where are you, man? You have to get what shots guys, on net to be a finisher. Yeah. What are you guys thinking yeah. about Mercer? Like, what is, I, I, I think he's a good player, right? But do, I, do, do you think he's ever going to reach the level that we thought he was going to reach last year? I think on, he a might, consistent, he might on a consistent level, I should say. I, I, I honestly he's still been improving. Do. Yeah. Uh, down the road, he, I think he's going to be a solid. You know, flirt with thirty every year type of guy. I think he's just he's got too much hockey sense. He's just good. Right now, he's kind of moving around the lineup a little bit, a little bit different than last. You see him playing better recently, Bob. I feel like I have, but yeah. to be honest, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who feels like he's I do playing. feel like he's been playing better. Now, a few games ago, that's when he had some points to back that up, and that's kind of trailed off a little bit. But True. he does seem to be like a force out there. He's noticeable, you know. Yeah. So I still think the points are going to come from Mercer. I wouldn't worry about him. And he's still a young guy, so I think he'll be fine. Did you guys I see? I'm trying to see who was in net tonight, but the goalie for the Penguins scored a goal tonight. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I I I loved Austin Mercer, and I love that he's playing back up with Jack. I think it gives him that confidence. I do think a big problem with uh, Mercer this year was him being bounced around the friggin' lines. I don't think I think a guy like Mercer likes consistency. He's uh, tends to to flow better uh, after you know playing with guys and gaining some chemistry because uh, he's not yeah, a pure natural time. goal scorer kind of guy. He's right. more of a you know dude that you know once I know where you're going to be, where you know that kind of guy. I think he plays really good with Hughes. I, I think that Dawson Mercer, if he stays with the Devils uh, for a long period of time, if he signs, I think he'll be a, a very big part of this team, in the play, especially in the playoffs. I think Dawson Mercer has playoff grit and, and mm-hmm. character. And even though he's only played, you know, the, the last year in the playoffs, most of these guys only played last year. I liked everything I saw about Dawson Mercer. I think I just I'd thought he was a little more year. noticeable last year. Like I always knew he was out there where now I'm like, okay, there's Mercer. Everybody you know, was more noticeable no, last year. No doubt he has had a rough start, but I just feel like of the late, of the last, like you know, four, five, six games or so, he's just been on the right track to get back there, Tony. I think yeah. we'll see him there this this year. Will. You know what I think I with a guy like Mercer too, you know, you saw him his, his rookie year, you saw last year was more of his breakout year. This year it's struggling a little bit. He He kind of reminds me of the type a guy that going into next year, you know, if we lose somebody, like we don't sign it to Foley or whatever, like the type of guy says, all right, I'm really going to go pick up some slack now and kind of gets that fourth year of maturity under him where says I could be a leader on this team. I think maybe that plays a lot into his head before he was playing loose. He was like, I'm not being counted on this year. He's kind of flowing around. If we can't sign a guy like to Foley, I could see him just really understanding it's my turn to, you know, Turn around. And, yeah. and they're talking about a guy who had 30 goals last year. So it's not like. It's, right. And he's got you know. the Iron Man status that was, you know, yeah. that's part of not missing any games and that kind of stuff. That's pretty. Uh, I could definitely see him as that leader. We talked about this uh, at various points last year of like, wow, he's like captain material in the making. And I yes, still believe is. that, you know, there's no doubt he's gone through a rough patch that I didn't predict was coming. But I think he's still got uh, a lot more in him. Uh, I think he can break out, be a big leader. And I agree with Chris. I mean, I see playoffs in this guy. Yeah. 
definitely yeah, he, see playoffs in this guy. He's he's gonna. I hope he stays with the Devils for a long time. I do. I'm very happy with uh, Dawson Mercer. I'd like to see him in the next three or four years. I think he's going to be a really ha- uh, one hell of a player. Some what of is his hockey sense get- on the roster, probably, if you look at it. At least he still showed that last year. His hockey sense is just really his hockey, his hockey sense, sense yeah. is oh, amazingly yeah. there. But he's a smart guy. You know, he really is. He definitely after hockey will do something in journalism, broadcasting, whatever, because he's really freaking good at it. I remember you know, supposedly the a genius is uh, like Marino. He's got like. Two different crazy degrees or something. Really? From yeah. Harvard or something? Like, yeah, he's he's got like an accounting and some kind of science degree. I, I was surprised to read that. I was like, wow. He looks like somebody pretty boring enough to be an accountant. He does. Like, there's just that like dull look about. Yeah, I should John probably Rio, look up right? to get the facts right, but I believe it was like Harvard. He had like two degrees. I pretty think, yeah, I think he did go to Harvard. So, yeah. but I want to I want to awesome. mention something to you guys, and yeah. I want to ask you a question. So it was November 25th. I'm not going to give you the year. The Devils beat the Red Wings 4-3 to in overtime to give them a record of 14-5-4, which is a pretty impressive record at this stage of mm-hmm. season. What year do you think that was? We've all seen the glory years. We've seen last year. Like, where do you think this falls? It's not last year? I'm asking you. You tell me. No, I'm going to say last year. Okay. 2000, we got last year, so we got two high-profile teams. Dan, what do you yeah. think? Oh, boy. And That's I have a tough. point. Those are two good calls, you know, honestly. Yeah, they are. I can't really – I don't know. It's hard to pick which one I like better. I guess I'll go just because recent times. I'll go with last year. Well, you could pick yeah. any year. So this is why I brought this up. Last year. Because we talk about the dark ages that we just came out of. Right. This was November 25th, 2017. 17. We were 14 and 5 at yeah. some point in 2017. And I bring that up because I find it interesting when we talk about how much season is left here. And I've said it before. If I wasn't doing this podcast, there's a lot of things I wouldn't remember season to season. Like right. last year, certainly I'd remember the winning streak. If you ask me this year, yeah, did the Devils have a bad December? It was bad enough where I'd be like, yeah, I kind of remember that. Like it wasn't great, but you kind of lose all the nuance of the entire year. Yes, And that's what we have in front of us. And then if you go 10 years from now, I'm not going to remember that the 2023 team had that shitty of a December. I'm going to remember how freaking good they were. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, like, this t- 2017, they were awful. Maybe how, how, did they, how did they start off that good? You know, it was before Taylor Hall kind of came in. No, wasn't that the year they made the playoffs? 18. Was this the 17-18 season, Bob? He's talking about the 16-17 Okay. You're right, but it's the beginning of the year still, so I didn't see that coming. So, all right, you, you make a good point there. But, again, lost in the shuffle, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, I agree with you. I would I don't remember half of the shit if we weren't talking about it every day, right. you know? But There was a – yeah, that one season where I think they started off with, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, 7-1 and one or something, right? Like, some kind of crazy great what, start, and then it just all went that, to shit. That was a few seasons ago. I yeah, can't remember which. Yeah, you're right. And I, I thought that that was – it might have been it might have been eighteen, uh, eighteen, nineteen, that it started off that way, and then everything just went to shit, and we got rid of Taylor Hall, and I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure though, because again, Me like Bobby said I don't remember. It's hard to remember the nuance of it, but yeah, I mean, I think this year this they do have a very good team. It's just get healthy, man, get your shit together. I loved the last three games. You look at we went in and just offensively destroyed uh, Buffalo. 
Then oh, the yeah. next win was a tough come from behind win. We played like shit a for a good defensive period. team. Yeah, yeah, bigger defensive, good defensive team with a great goalie, and it took oh, yeah. you know coming back three goals in the third period, coming back down two to win it in regulation, and then tonight, yeah. which was a right. grind, you you blew the fucking Flyers lead. Played very very tenaciously. They never gave up. They no. never let the Devils breed. Uh, and, breathe for a second and, and Carter Hart was unreal it took so much offense but to get four goals on him tonight I mean he could have had a shutout against many other teams that was I a great performance and this and is the way is, the Devils have played so far this year it's and, up but, and down the, emotions and the, during but, these games what's that these games have all been up and down with the Devils yeah. like you watch a game it's never you're always like one minute you're yelling at the TV next minute you're excited that's pretty much right. what every game has been this season but my my point is yeah. though with the three game win streak they won three games three different ways and i that's really true. like i like that yep. they yeah. hey look man if you want to go east to west we're going to we're going to shit all over you you don't want to go east to i mean north to south with us rather uh and then you you keep us down and you give us enough opportunities we're going to come back and then you want to grind it out we'll still beat you and that was, you know, that was what they did last year. They won in a bunch of different ways. And I agree with what Jack Hughes said. Like, we like, you know, everybody keeps talking about last year. Like, I don't give a shit right. about last year. I get it. But for our, our conversations, it, you know, you have to have some type of comparison. And, right. to you know, they did that last year. It doesn't matter who they played. They you want to, you know, we can win in any different style. And tonight's win it. was a big win. I mean, was. They, there was a lot of adversity in that game. Uh, Jack was talking about, you know, we did not match the grit uh, of the Rangers after that loss. And he was 100% right. We said it ourselves, and I think everybody saw it. And you can say this we haven't had the great control of the game that we ultimately want from a team that's talented. No. But boy, we've seen way more grit. And that has been, I think, the single biggest factor why you're still alive to come back and score those extra goals other than the fact that getting some of these very talented guys back, of course. You're but, 100% right. you you got to find the balance of Saturday night and tonight, and that's the team you want to be. Yeah, well, I'm interested. Uh, and, what do we do against the Sharks, right? Do we beat them, like, easily? Or is it going to be, you know, this is going to – we should win this game pretty easily. No, okay. no game is easy. When you play these kind of teams, it's never easy. But I'm hoping that we really come out and dominate this this next game because, you know, the Sharks, you know, they're not that – let's be honest, they're not that great this year. They're still a professional team. One thing we've learned you. is the team you should beat, you, you yeah. very well may not this yeah. season with the Devils. So we'll see. Uh, just, I don't know. Who do you guys think the most improved player – on the team is over, let's say the last three to five games. The in your team? estimation, yeah, above the de- well, because oh. they're they're definitely doing. I mean, a three game winning streak. Who is the uh, MIP, the most improved player? I still go with Holtz, even though I didn't think he was ever playing bad. Um, but what you, he's doing your now is for everything is Holtz. That's <laughs> it has to be now because Tony's taking my point. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Holtz. Who else? Who else we got, guys? How do you not? I know you guys are going to actually Luke Hughes because he he had a bad penalty tonight. But how can you? Smith's kind of been good the last few. Like Tony, I'll tell you what. I owe Smith an apology because I was one of the biggest Smith detractors on this show, and I think a lot of fans were. I wasn't alone. And I got to tell you, um, he is still not going to not drive you crazy at times. Think about that penalty tonight. Okay, I don't think he'll ever give me a moment, a game of peace and quiet where I'm not cursing him out but i will tell you that he's been a net gain on this team and he's had such an improvement over like his game starting to come along i thought it was insanity to put him on as a forward i gotta tell you he didn't play that bad it was like what 
I still don't want this to happen, but I, I he has added something to the team, and it's mostly the grit. You look at the way he stood up uh, and, and last game, and it just I think he is doing so much better to where I really wanted him gone. Now I am reconsidering that big time. To try to give rough credit. credit. I know we give him some shit, but I mean, crazy things. I know he's always ahead. Yeah, but I gotta um, admit, I went right back when I saw him take that penalty today. To like, this is what the guy does. He'll never not drive me crazy. If we miss, would you give the playoffs by a point or or uh, a first seed by a point? I'm gonna think about that play. I hear you. I hear you. I like all of Brendan Smith's positives. It's just going to come down to in the grand scheme of things, uh, like you said, is it really a net positive when you, that's what it comes down to is his defensive lapses, his stupid penalties. And, you know, is that worth, uh, you know, what you get from him in the locker room, his grit as a leader, the other attributes he brings to his game. That's a very good point. And I don't know yet. I think it's kind of early in the season. And I here's the thing. Right now, no, it's not a net positive because his negatives this year have been much more frequent than his positives. Okay, but he just about started over playing. the last three or four games, and that's where the yes. wins have been. Yes. So I'm just if saying, he can do just, what maybe he's... he has improved. It's not like they're winning despite no. him right now. He is and, contributing for the first time with consistency this season. And adding and, a thing that I, we needed with the grit, that we really needed, he's bringing that there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, what's the price of it? Some bonehead penalties. It's a big price, dude. You're right. But, geez, I don't know. If I just look at the small sample size of these three games, I got to get off his back. But, I oh, mean, absolutely. If, I'm, if I'm Fitzgerald, I still am looking. Who else is out there? I, I need to – I want to make sure I, I'm not leaving any stone unturned because I'm, I'm not sure 100% – yeah. You're 100% right. And over the last three or four games, what Brennan Smith has brought has been awesome. And I love seeing it because it is something that, like you said, this team sorely lacked and he's bringing it. But I do feel better about Brennan Smith with the simple fact that like, dude, the shit that's wrong with your game, you should be able to fix. Right, You should be able to clean that shit up. And then you are just left with the guy that we've seen the last three or four games. And that's right. what you want. You know, he's the kind of dude that, you know, in the playoffs is going to be a big guy in this team, a, a voice in that locker room. And right. I think he is going to be extremely important, but he can't. Dude, that slash was so stupid. You're uh-huh. already on a fucking penalty kill, dude. It's fucking two minutes left in the game. You're winning. What are you doing? It was clearly retaliatory. It wasn't right. like he was slashing to stop somebody moving with the right. puck. This but. was a reflex retaliatory penalty. If he had to slash away a possible scoring chance, you give him a break uh, or go, you know, he was just a little too eager on the defense. No, go watch that play. He got cross-checked and then just Lost responded with a slash. And there and was I, no puck in nearby. It was And ridiculous. I think he can fix that, though. I think that he yeah. has to, you know, we think that these players know what's going on on the outside, right? They know what, they, they hear so. the, they know the, the hate that he's gotten in the last year and a half or whatever. They they know this. And I think that he looks at his opportunities now, what war he's playing at now. And I think he can fix those. Will he? I don't know. But these are things that he can adjust because if he does, he's going to get more playing time. The fans are going to be less on his back because I know during the off season, people, we've even said on the show for the first, when the season started, like people were giving this guy shit from day one. Um, True. It is something he can fix. Will he? I don't know. But I think Fitzgerald's always going to be looking on the side, though, because I think that's what makes Fitzgerald Fitzgerald. You know, you got to always be looking. But 
like you guys said, it's going to be something you find out with him at the end of the season with how important he was. But he can be someone, a voice in that locker room, which we do need, I believe. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've got to wait Smith. and see with Brennan Smith. I mean, if, if if Brennan Smith was part of a trade package for somebody else, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that as long as, that, you know, that if the Tom Fitzgerald's bringing somebody else in to shore up our defense or whatever, uh, I think uh, I, I trust him to, to make the right call. But if Brennan Smith is the guy for this year, I tell you, though, I've, <laughs> I'd like them better as a friggin' center than, I mean, a winger than I do on defense. I know it's I like crazy, it. but I actually think he plays better there um and you still get him for the penalty kill you still get all the other shit that he brings it just you know i don't know i think i missed uh, one of the shows i think it was maybe just chris and dan when when he was first being put up there and i remember listening to you guys because I, I said if i was on the show i would say the only thing i liked about him going into the forward position was that it at least gave the lines you know, some even weight and the defense back down to six because yeah, they were no, doing no, a lot of uh, seven too many men penalties and things like that. Right. And that would have been the only positive. Otherwise, I was just like you. I was like, what in the hell? Are you? There's definitely mm-hmm. got to be a better option than that. And then quickly, not so much that first game, but definitely the game after that, like the Buffalo game. Right. Uh, he really <laughs> looked good. It was so yeah. weird. I think I posted on X. I, I was like, is he a better forward than defenseman? Uh, he might be. Yeah, I think he is. I was trying to wonder if I was just my expectations were so low because I thought it was such a horrible idea that I'm like, am right. I really believing what I'm seeing here, or is he really uh, playing good and adding to this team? I, I kind of like, couldn't it, believe what I was seeing. That's yeah. what it was like. This guy has been one of our worst defensemen, and now you're going to move him up. Like this guy keeps Let's falling off. Yeah, team, you said you know? falling off. Yeah, right. this yeah. guy's crazy, but you know it worked out. But, Tone, you had said about, like, San Jose. I, I think San Jose is a much improved team from where they were, you know, a month and a half ago. They are playing a little bit better, but there's absolutely no reason that the Devils should struggle at all tomorrow. Like, it should be a – they should just dominate that game. I know it should look we, like the Buffalo We're going to see uh, Vanacek, and it makes perfect sense, and that's fine. Uh, but I did like seeing Schmidt start a game. Uh, I think we need to see more of it. I liked uh, so much of what he did. I think he, you know, is not showing us the, like the perfect performance that you might need in the toughest of games when the goals just aren't coming. And I want to see that. And I want to see if he's capable of it. So I'm, I hope he gets some more starts. I wouldn't be opposed uh, you know, to seeing him in the next game. I think that would actually be kind of smart. On like, give him two in a row. Let's be, yeah, it's yeah, back to back. Not too many guys are doing. Yeah, that. I guess back in the day that would be nothing. But now you're not going to see that. And, and yeah, I mean, I definitely would play him in the next game. You know, we talked Dan on the last show after the uh, the Islander game, and you know, I think that he's going to be essentially if we're going to have a number one, I think you're going to start seeing it being Schmidt now. He's going to get the lion's share of the work. I honestly believe that. I think I do. I think that the team is and management I think they're starting to lose their trust in Vitek Vanacek. We'll see. One bit. thing about it, though, you're going tonight. Yes, he played good, and yes, we won, and that's in the end all I care about. But you and I know we were one weird overtime bounce away from. Well, we have a goaltending problem. Oh yeah, right? that would be the story. I still think we have a goaltending problem, Dan. Yeah, because right, we you, made, you, you never know. Next game of... might give up four goals. You in the first right, period, you right. just that's, don't know. That's what we got to see. We got to see. So much can he team. consistently yeah. win? Uh, and let's he gets needs more starts. So hopefully, if we can't see him tomorrow, the following game would be the He's, best. My the whole thing with Schmidt is. 
he's only 24 years old, man. Right. This kid is going to be a devil goalie for a really long time. And he, I, I believe that he will be. And I think that the game plan is him and Dawes in the future. And in a couple of years, he's has a lot on his plate for being 24 years old. And now kind of like on a team that VTech was supposed to carry the load, he's not doing his job. And now it's kind of sitting in Akira Schmidt's lap. I, I hope that he is, Seems like he's mentally prepared for the load and to keep up and take this team, uh, keep on winning with them. I hope he can do it. I'm just, it, I make, I get a little bit nervous just with the fact that he's only 24. I don't want to ruin this fucking kid. Um, and that kind of makes me a little bit nervous. So I, I do think we have a, a goaltending problem still because I do not trust Vitek Vanacek. Maybe it'll be Schmidt. Maybe Schmidt will get, you know, his shit together and start rolling. And next thing you know, wow, we found our next number one. I yeah, can see I, it's very possible. I looked at the lineup too, and I was happy to see him getting the start. I feel that the tides have flipped a little bit. I feel he now deserves the starters net a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, no doubt. So it was good to see. Um, v has been on record too with the press about his own confidence right now. Like he knows it's this is not a shock. I mean, right now you got to play the guy who's just that much better. And for right. most of the year, I kept saying that was V, just head to head. But right now it's Schmidt's turn, and you know maybe he turns us into something long term. I know that we're going to need it because you know this is a feel good story right now, coming off the three straight wins. You know the one it was a good road win too. You know everything everything worked right going into a Sharks game where let's face it, we should go four straight wins because we got a hell of a schedule coming up after that. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. and we need one of these two guys to establish. I'm going to give you a game where we don't give up three goals. Can we start there? Like, for God's sakes, yeah. I was finally sitting there. I think one of my things was we're going to have a game where they only give up one goal. And they're sitting there three to one. I'm like, just end was, this goddamn game. <laughs> just, yeah, that was very, this would uh, be the first game of the yeah. year that they only give up one goal. And, they and I was even thinking that when they had a 2 nothing lead. I'm like, it's not impossible. Yeah. Schmidt looks good. They keep, right. yeah. keep oh, the pressure. I was thinking it. But it's like, it just keeps going. The goals yeah. just keep going in. It, I know. Yeah. I think that they're going to make a move. And I don't think Vitek Vanacek will be here past the trade deadline. I honestly we'll don't. See. So someone's got I to think take for the them, first right? time yeah. this season, though, the honest-to-goodness spotlight is on the goaltending. And by that, I mean the defense has been so abysmally poor that when we were talking about, is this guy playing well? Is this, look, he only stopped, uh, you know, 14. I, it's like this isn't even – we didn't learn anything, guys, because this defense, no goalies stopping those goals. But now we're getting to a more uh, competent, more competent level. Um, yes, not all the problems are worked out, but I think it's going to be a better test. Um, you know, would Schmidt have lost the game tonight? Uh, you mean Vanacek? It was tonight, Schmidt. Would oh, oh Schmidt I'm have, sorry, I thought you were saying. Oh no, like, I mean like subjunctively, like okay. if he had, if he had lost the game tonight, if Schmidt had lost, um, you know, boy, uh, it's it, you can't really fault defense, uh, especially because it. You know, like some of those games that Vanacek lost, uh, come on, guys. He, I, there was like so many high-quality chances. It was ridiculous. Like, wh- of course he's going to lose those games. Um, tonight, I, I didn't see it that way. I didn't see it. wasn't like a ton of breakaways. And, no. You know, it was, so, uh, you know. Man so to your point, we, we lose this game. And then not only do we lose it, Schmidt lets in four goals, and you're like, right. once again, you're like, oh my god, like, what are we gonna do? Well, what if we I lose actually, it in overtime, and it comes down like Schmidt let those two in, like they were bad goals, yeah. those last right. two, and and you know, yeah, he might have played so great, close but to reality those two that bad it, goals, yeah, it does tell you something you don't want to see right now, which is 
okay, this was a, a good test for a good goaltender being very good. Not a good goaltender being unbelievably great. Like we would have had to have had one like Carter Hart. to win some of those games. Yeah, Carter Hart could have stole a couple of games that we lost this year that we didn't deserve to win because of the way he played well, tonight. How many so, times have we that. talked about that goalie that not only can you know let in maybe one less goal a game, but it really can right. sometimes come down to like that one – big save a game like that's right. the difference between sure. the great and the good yep. we're never getting that like i don't think we've gotten that one game well we don't even got it tonight i thought there was that one move where it was a, a partial breakaway on the left side of the boards and the, uh, whoever was the skater got right in front pretty much a partial breakaway on, on schmidt and schmidt made a really nice save it was in the first period and i thought that's one to remember that this dude is on, yeah. you know, he looks good tonight. I so, get it. I get what but, you mean. But I get it. No, you're 100% right. They yeah, don't in do like it a, In like an almost, not an easy win, but no. in a more relaxed, yes, we just, we won three to one. Like it just, the game just kind of glided to an end as opposed to this right. shit right. that we get every time. The drama. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say what guys, Chris said, but kind of 50% wise, I think that we are going to make a move before the trade deadline, but I think it's actually going to be Vanacek as the backup and the guy that we bring in as the starter. And I could be wow. wrong. But I actually do think that, and I think that's going to be a decision up the top. I think they're going. You to, think they're going to trade Schmid? I don't know if they're going to trade Schmid, but I think oh, that he will be the back. He will, yeah, they might send him down. You know, because I like you, you guys said, we're we're very tonight. We're all like Schmid, right? Okay, great saves, you know. But if he would have lost the game, gave up a couple more goals, or gave it up the other goal, close. I think the tune would be different. And I've seen it even on social media. Like one minute, everyone's like. Fuck this guy. And the next minute they're like, we love him. He should be the starter every day. And this is the right. kind of emotions that the Devils fans have right yeah. now because it's been so sure. up and down, up and down. So right, he definitely I, played I a hell of a game. I don't know if I can see them sending Schmidt down. And maybe I mean, I guess maybe, depending on who you got, but I think that Vanacek would be the person moving. I do. I think that they have enough I don't know if that would do It depends. It could change. Would that do Schmidt any good going back down? Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, why not cut bait then if it comes to that? If you, you know got what? a true starter's heavy load, like yeah. 65 70% of the games, like total repetition maybe. Otherwise, he's already proven he can handle it up here. Yeah. I mean, I would have been okay with starting Schmidt in the AHL this season if you had gotten somebody over the summer and something. Yeah, he's only 24. Let him have another year down there. I don't know now. Point, I get I'm it. worried that you fuck with a guy's head if you did that. Right, but and you know, then so Banachek, many things have to. We have to know so much more before you get yes. to that point because we haven't seen enough of Schmidt, and that's why I'm happy to see him in this game. And we need to see more of him. And I don't think it's going to hurt Vanacek, you know. And I, I tell you, I was in a, a different mind last year. I was like, look, make Vanacek number one. Uh, let's make it clear. There was a couple reasons for that. It was, you know, also who we had in the wings. But I think we now are, you know, looking where Vanacek is, and I think. Okay, we know a lot about him. We kind of know what we got with him. Mm-hmm. We're hoping for the best, but we know the weaknesses. And the truth is, with Schmidt, we don't have enough information yet. And I want that information now, and uh, because it'll give us a better position to be in to make those calls: who stays, who goes, for whom. If that happens, we, we definitely need more starts from. I I love Schmidt. I really do. I'm yeah. looking forward to this guy growing in the next couple of years because I think he's going to be a really good goalie for us. I just I, I if if it's a little too early for him, I guess we're going to know. Like as far as the, the having the heavy load, because I do think that the team is much more confident with him right now than with and not just the players. I'm talking management with him than with Vanacek for the exact reasons you just said. Like you know what you like have with Vanacek. Feeling. 
Right. You know, we're not going to get any surprises. I mean, if he, if he goes and lets five by in, in San Jose, I mean, then we got problems. I don't, with, you know what though? Here's, I, I don't see, he, he needs to now, like Vanacek also needs to now prove he can play with a, an improved defensive. You know, like the last few games, mm-hmm. they've just played better defense, not perfect by any means, but good enough for the, for the goalie to play competently and win. And, um, you know, and they played quite well, and that's a big part of the three-game wins. And Vanacek is part of that, so great. Uh, and he's going to get his chance tomorrow. I think it's very possible that you know Vanacek's going to do better, just like Schmidt has been doing better. I, that's I, that's I, what I, we I need, right? Like I mean, well, to have these two guys playing uh, to, as good as we know that they can be. I mean, Vanacek was fantastic last year. What's that? Yeah. Let's have a positive goalie controversy. Like, who's better? Exactly. This like, guy's too good. Right. How do we bench it's, this guy? You know. Exactly. You know, it's like for in Boston, like they don't give a shit who's starting. It doesn't matter. You know. I heard your boy's great. name the other day, Chris. By the way, I, I think I told you I was messaging. I heard Swayman's name. I was like, oh, Chris would love to have this guy wearing. I have heard that they're. I mean, I don't think that they're going to move him unless they get into a really bad spot where they really need some forward help. That maybe they they would look to pass him by. I mean, just to recklessly. Who, who are you saying would be the most likely to team to get him? him? But you what? said the most likely team would be what? LA. LA. You said? I said yeah. LA. I just right. think LA is, re- they're an amazing team right now. I just don't know how much you could trust Cam Talbot and whoever their other goalie was at Phoenix uh, Cockley. Is he the other one there? Maybe. I'm not Got sure. Me, man. Um, but you know, I think that they would maybe make a move uh, for a guy, the stature of Swayman, if Boston really was going to put him on the market. I so, think move for him. Yeah. I think the more likely place, if the Devils are going to go get a goalie, I do think it's probably going to be like a John Gibson person. Gibson. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Hey, I got to so now. We're staring at Kincaid. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going to get any old goaltender back, I'll take him over Blackwood. I'll tell and we you can't that. remember the run he had. I mean, we can never forget what he did a no. couple years ago. I mean, you know, he was yeah. definitely the man. I for love a while. the blockade. He was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before no, we, we like wrap that. it up, I was uh, on uh, YouTube the other day and I was just, I put in goalie blunders or goalie bloopers, right? So it's like all these horrible goalie mistakes and, you know, goals from the red line and goals from the, there was like maybe 15 or 20 plays. A former New Jersey devil was the goaltender in three of the bad fuck ups. Can you Continue. take a guess who it was? Okay. Nope. Well, I know we Brodeur just had a really he just big stopped one, playing for us, or he well, just got off our roster last year. Oh, Think about that for one. One second. guy was all three. The same guy. He, yeah, one oh, guy. I thought three, of them. three different. No, teams. one oh. player. Was it Blackwood? Yeah, Blackwood. No, it was no. Jonathan Bernier when he was with Toronto. Oh, wow. There were two oh, of them okay. that he let in, like from the from the blue line, from the red line, like just hard. I was excited when we first got him a little bit. I so was, was like, I. Could be okay, yeah. and then you know, I, I, and I, I that sucked because I felt like maybe that season uh, when we went through eleven or however many seven goal goalies, tenders, right? Some shit. Uh, yeah, whatever we went through that year, I did feel like that team, if they would have had competent goaltending, maybe could have made a little bit of a run. If Bernier stayed healthy, I think they could have done something. I thought he played good in those few games. You know, 
Well, yeah. Anything else you guys I, want to touch on? I got we got no report. football this weekend, do we? Me and you. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah, same here, man. And then we oh, got yeah, each other coming right. up. But both of our spirits have me and Chris's spirits a couple weeks ago were pretty high, and then the last couple of weeks it's like ah, back to reality. You yeah, know, that's the wind true, changes everything. Though. We're in a three-game win streak Chiefs, with the man, devil, but... so I'm happy. Yeah, it was a tough game. What you got, Bob? Got a boots on the ground report from John about the Philly game. Okay. John, as we know, is a Devils fan. It was attending as a Philly game. He said, I got to talk to you about the crowd here. It almost felt like a home game. It was awesome. Well, uh, I said, what, like a like a 50-50? He goes, yeah, but the Devils' chance were louder than the Flyers' chance. little bit of good news there since we know what it's nice. like when the Rangers come into our house. I'm surprised to hear that. Um, you know, Thanks sometimes for, update, for a lot of, for a lot of uh, Devils fans, it's an easier trip. You know, to go yeah, out to yeah. Philly, yeah. but not to that degree. So that's kind of cool to hear. Remember, twenty years awesome. ago, you'd never want to go to that damn place with a devil. I still don't want to go. I don't go. Yeah, it's such a oh such a yeah, but circus. Even the the music they play between uh, puck drops is like the worst of any arena. I don't know what's going on over there. It's like horrible. I just don't enjoy it. I want to go and enjoy my time. I'm going to go to my arena. I'm not going to deal with that bullshit. There you oh, go. That's a, All a right. place to go. So real quick, uh, we're going to be on Saturday, so we'll talk about the San Jose game uh, then. But uh, anybody want to do quick quick scores? Quick scores. San Jose game? Yeah. 4-1, Devils. Okay. Ooh, what do you got, Bob? Uh, for, I'm going 5-1, Devils, so I'm going to hit two of my I'm markers for this week with say. that. Go ahead, you can Dan. still say it, dude. Nah, I'm, I'm going uh, first shutout of the year, 3 nothing. Wow, Vanishek gets the shutout. Three nothing. Yep. All right, so we got four one. We have three nothing. We have three nothing. Four one five one. I'll go six one. All right, just keep it that way. So, uh, guys, wherever you're listening to us, give us one. I go ten one. Come on, Smith, score a goal, damn it! Fifteen one. Save some goals for Vancouver, please. Yeah, that's gonna be a great game, man. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for that one. When's that Tuesday? Yeah. That's going to be fun. 10 o'clock, though. We're not doing a podcast after that. That's no, Hughes Day. I'll be waking up, Hughes actually, day. that yeah. time. That's, That'll uh, be yeah. Hughes Day. That's what yeah. we're playing. That's going to be a Hughes Day. Yeah, Hughes Day. Um, so, yeah, wherever you're listening to us, give us a like, um, five-star review, comment. goes a long way to uh, promote the podcast. Also, check out uh, Tampa Morgue, which is Tony's other podcast, which is uh, our movies. We had Count Duval on metal. tonight, guys. For two, Did I had two and a half hour with Count Duval, who's the was Bozo the Clown back in the day. Uh, Remember uh, Bozo the Clown? He was the third uh, Bozo the Clown. He was been around for like fifty years. Had him on tonight for like two and a half hours. It's very cool. Nothing Count but a list guys on Tampa. <laughs> exactly. So check him out. The horror host, the baby. third Bozo the, the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your fourth here. <laughs> I love Hong it. Kong. <laughs> so, all right, guys. He probably for, won't do the show. <laughs> thanks for checking us out. Uh, for Tony, Bob, and Dan, I'm Chris. We're the Uncle Puckers. We'll see you when we see you. Okay. Peace. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Couldn't let it go without a bye-bye. My wife loves it. She's like, My wife? Bye-bye. My wife. Bye-bye. All right, I'll change it officially. It's over, Jenny. No, she really it's likes over. it. It's over. So what was that guy's name? Count Dooku? Count Gorgon. <laughs> Come Count, on, man. Count, so Five guys, seconds.